0: If there's a road I should walk, help Welcome to the Lyft Podcast. My name is Angela Withers, and today we're talking about academic success. This is podcast part two on this topic. On our website, liftmindbodyspirit.com, you will find the academic success packet that you can print out for $5. It has information that accompanies this and um, also that accompanies podcast part one on the same topic. In this podcast today, I'll be talking about the root truth principles of order pruning witnesses and beauty and how they relate to our academic success, how we can apply them and help our children understand and apply them to achieve good academic results. In part one of this podcast series, I talked about how a child can learn so much more effectively and efficiently if their spirit is whole. Versus if their spirit is damaged. So that's important to understand when it comes to order. Is that we need to be really making sure that our children are in a spiritually whole state. If we want to help them learn. Or if we're sending them off to a learning environment. And so those skills need to be taught at home. That's the main place that those skills really need to be taught. To help children understand how to recognize when they have a damaged spirit and to know how to use the atonement to return their spirit to a state of wholeness. And I recommend listening to the Solid Roots podcast series, as well as printing out the packet, Solid Roots Produce Sweet Fruits. That's all free on the Lyft website. And listening to part one of this Academic Success podcast series. One of the things that I've seen happen over and over when it comes to applying order, the principle of order with our children's education, is that we have to push academics before we've actually instilled within them this understanding that I just talked about of using the atonement and how to hear their conscience. Those are key, key, key factors that if we've taught those things first, that is what lays the roots. Um, and those solid roots are what will produce sweet fruits. And the academic success is a fruit. It's a result. So when we're trying to push academics on our children before we've actually taught these far more valuable and important lessons. We're doing things out of order and you can't get good fruit. If you haven't taken the time to lay the roots, the solid roots that need to be there first. It is so, so, so important during the first eight years of life before children reach the age of accountability that We put a major focus on helping our children understand the initial testing process and how to hear and follow their conscience and what to do when they recognize that they haven't, as well as what to do when someone else hasn't followed their conscience and it has hurt them, left their spirit and their feelings hurt. When my children were young, I remember really working hard. I wanted them to have just a great academic advantage So I was teaching them the letters and phonics and numbers and flashcards at age two and three, and then I could walk past their bedroom, and their bedroom was a total disaster with all of their toys out, strewn all over the place. And at one point in time, the spirit said to me, you were doing things out of order. I hadn't taught them how to be stewards over the things they had stewardship over. They had stewardship over their bedroom. They had stewardship over their... Toys and the things that belong to them, I was leaving some very critical lessons untaught and focusing on teaching good information that that I came to understand they could pick up and soak up so quickly and easily later if I took the time to lay those roots and give them that good foundation that the rest could come so easily when it comes to the principle of order and how you apply it to academics with our children, and even with ourselves, one factor that's really important is understanding biological rhythms. And biological rhythms were created by God, were created by Jesus Christ. They're the rhythms that they established and set into motion and set into place. It's all governed by the light of Christ. It is the power and the schedule that keeps all of the planets moving in their rotation. Circadian rhythm is one of those Biological rhythms and you've probably heard a lot about that. One of the things that's interesting to me with circadian rhythm is that our body begins producing melatonin, which is a a hormone that makes our body sleepy. It sends the signal to the rest of our body that it's time to sleep. And we don't quit producing melatonin until seven thirty in the morning, which is really interesting because our children's public school started at seven forty five and So they were still having this hormone secreted into their bloodstream right up to the time that they were already being dropped off at school. And I will say that's the one thing that I did not love about public school was just the schedule. I wish I could change it. I had one of my daughters chose to do dual enrollment and it was beautiful. It was lovely. We just, it was so great. She did an online math class and she did health with me at home, which was wonderful. I put together the a lot of the body stewardship stuff working with her and so she was able to learn that as she was home. So she did her health at home and she did her math at home, but she was able to sleep an extra hour every morning, even though the rest of her siblings were leaving earlier off to school, but she didn't have to go to school till ten forty five. So she was able to sleep an extra hour and then get up and do those two subjects and then go. And that was perfect. It just, the schedule felt so nice. I could tell that it was very much in harmony with circadian rhythm and she wasn't waking up groggy ever. It was just wonderful. So that's one thing that's that if personally, I would love to change with this, with just our public school schedule in general is just having a later start time. And they've done studies where they found that teenagers test scores and their grades jump just by the students starting school after 9 a.m. Isn't that interesting? And nothing else, there wasn't additional tutoring or anything. Their test scores rose just from them getting an extra hour of sleep every morning. We definitely have traditions that have been continued in our education system that are keeping us from living in harmony with these rhythms that God and Jesus Christ established so there's, it's very powerful to align our lives with the order and the rhythms that they established. And we can expect good results when we align with that. Now, melatonin is not the only hormone that impacts our learning and our ability to learn and have academic success. In this packet that you can print out, the academic success packet, you'll see more information about hormones and how to uh, help especially our young men and our young women how to work with the hormones that they're experiencing to optimize academic success. Another important rhythm is Ultradian rhythm. And Ultradian rhythm, you've probably likely heard of REM sleep, how we have these cycles that we go through in our sleep. Well, those cycles continue through the day, only it flips. We have um, longer periods where we can focus. And then shorter periods where we lose focus. And then a, followed by another longer period of focus. It's actually 90 minutes of good focus and 20 minutes where it's a little bit harder for us to focus. And then we start a new, a new cycle where we have 90 minutes of good solid focus. 20 minutes of kind of a rest period for our brain really is what it is. And then in our sleep, we see that switch and we have these deep rest periods followed by light activity where we kind of might move around in our sleep, and then we get into another d- solid, deep cycle again. So when we understand these ultradian rhythms, we can clearly recognize when our students, when their eyes gloss over, when they're or they're starting to look around the room. You can tell. So sometimes children being inattentive is really just a signal that they just hit that twenty minute break period where they need to switch whatever activity they're doing. And us being able to recognize that it's so easy, or at least in homeschool, it's very easy to recognize that and be like, oh, go take a break, go jump on the trampoline for a while, come back in a little bit or go get a snack or, or let's shift gears and do something different. And personally, I use it for myself. If I'm on the computer and I'm video editing, or I'm working on content, creating something for the website, as soon as I feel my eyes gloss over or, or if I'm reading and studying and I feel like I have to read the same paragraph three times, <laughs> then that's the signal to me. I'm like, oh, uh, this is ultradian rhythm. I just entered that 20 minute break period. I'm going to get up. I'm going to walk outside. I'm going to go move my sprinklers around or, or go into the kitchen and get a snack or s- just change and do something different. Give my brain a break for a minute. And then I come back and I'm very, it's very easy for me to focus. I have found that when I try to just power through that and keep working through that 20 minute break, I'm actually less efficient and less effective. When I stop and I I live in harmony with those rhythms, I get far more done because when I'm sitting down and during those periods that I'm focused, I'm able to really accomplish a lot. And the times that I just try to sit down and power through, it seems that I end up feeling very burnt out. And I actually lose my desire to continue working on what I am working on. But when I give myself a break, I come back very refreshed and eager and excited to continue working on what I want to accomplish. Another root truth principle we're going to talk about applying to achieve academic success is the principle of pruning. So let's just talk about fruit trees or even maybe bushes or definitely raspberries if you have raspberries. But they will just continue to grow and spread. And that's good. We want them to grow and we want them to produce new life and continue reproducing but when you get so many branches or you get so many raspberry plants it can get so thick that it actually hinders your ability to reach in and get all of the berries because there's so many in there but if you pull out and remove some of them and you can even transplant them and plant them somewhere else you actually maintain an order And you allow more light to get to that fruit. So let's take an apple tree now for an example. If if I go in and I trim out branches, more light is going to get to the fruit. So going in and pruning or even thinning out when your apples are small and you go in and you thin out some of those apples, that allows plenty of light to get to the apples and it produces a sweeter fruit, a sweeter harvest. So pruning can represent repentance and recognizing when something's not good and removing it from our life. But when we can identify what things are good or better and even be willing to prune those things out to focus on the best, it's kind of like living in harmony with that Ultradian rhythm where you're not burnt out. You actually have energy and excitement and time to really focus on what is best. And rather than your results being something where, oh, you just got it done and you just got by your results can be really sweet and really good because you were able to really focus the time and effort and energy on the projects that matter most, that really are the best. In part one of this, we talked about allowing God to guide your education or allowing God to guide the education of our children and trusting the guidance that they receive from God. And this is how we focus on the best. So using that principle of pruning to identify What things are hindering us from being able to really follow and trust and put our time and effort and energy into what God is guiding us to learn? That is an excellent way of applying the principle of pruning into our lives to achieve academic success. Another root truth principle that we can apply to achieve academic success is the principle of beauty But it's the principle that I talked about in the first podcast that when the Holy Ghost is present, he is the master teacher for us right now and he represents Jesus Christ and Heavenly Father and he's the one who can be with us always if we're living in a way that we can have him with us always and us choosing good and beautiful books to study from we're supposed to seek out of the best books, words of wisdom, and learn by study and by faith, we can expect the Holy Ghost to be there with us. And when the master teacher is there, we can expect that learning not just to reach into our mind, but to reach deep into our heart and our soul and our spirit so that it goes all the way through us and in us. That is one thing that parents and teachers cannot do, but the Holy Ghost can. It can take the learning and the education deep within a child. Beauty is a very valuable principle for us to apply to achieve academic success. There are so many great resources out there of beautiful things for our children to study and books to read. I personally found it so good when our children were young for me to be very involved with their education and it felt right for me to be to be very involved and help them with a lot of their lessons but as they've reached the age of accountability it has actually almost felt wrong for me to take too much ownership over their education and this is because of the principle of accountability if I'm the one paying the price I'm the one that's going to reap the benefits if they pay the price they will reap the benefits and the blessings so when they're young Read all these good books and some of that curriculum that's in, that's very involved for the parents is wonderful when they're young. But my recommendation is they get older, as you can tell, they've reached the age of accountability is really help them, really help them when they're young to hear and follow and recognize God's voice and promptings so that as they reach the age of accountability, they can hear and follow his guidance and they're the ones that are motivated and inspired and willing to pay the price so they can receive the blessings and the results and the benefits. And this is how the Root Truth principle of accountability can be applied to achieve academic success. This principle was taught beautifully in Elder Bednar's book called Increase in Learning. Definitely recommend that book. As our children are learning, and especially as we're learning, we're going to be reading things and coming across things that we may wonder, is that right? Is it is what I just read truth or is that not truth? And how do we know what's right or what isn't right? This is where the root truth principle of witnesses can be applied for us to really discern truth from error. On our website you will find in the Spirit section a free principle that talks about discerning truth from error. And this teaches how to apply the law of witnesses. God gave us the law of witnesses so we could discern truth from error. And so those are there to print out and use, they're all free. And that information is also included in the academic success packet as well. And that's how we can apply the root truth principle of witnesses to academic success so we can really understand and discern truth from error. In this PDF packet, you'll also see information about nutrition and how nutrition can play a big factor in helping our minds develop and be healthy and strong, having the nutrients that they need so that our brains can function well, When my son was little, he had allergies and I used goat's milk to feed him. And it was the first time that I had used goat's milk for one of my young children. And I remember seeing this point when his eyes just looked dazed almost. He'd probably been on the goat's milk for maybe, I don't know, two weeks or something. But his eyes just looked dazed. And I knew without a doubt there was something nutritionally that he was missing. So I just researched and researched and researched and and identified everything he needed, and it was iron. Goat smoke is low in iron. After the research, I added the iron into his diet that I realized he needed, and it was amazing. Within just a day, he looked totally alert and attentive and just fine how he was, but I remember just seeing that like glazed over look in his eyes that that I've actually seen in many other children. It's been interesting, but I don't know. I don't know if it's just because I've researched nutrition enough or if it's really a gift from the spirit, but I feel like I can readily recognize when someone is nutrient deficient in something. It's kind of interesting, but, but nutrition is very important. It's very important for the development of our children's brains and especially prenatally. Prenatally, it's so important to have the nutrients that your body needs and don't take that lightly. Do your research. Understand what your children need before you get pregnant, when you're pregnant, and after they're born. It's so valuable for us to give the right nutrients to our children so that they can, they can achieve academic success because physically they have all of the nutrition that their brain needs to function and function well. Not just merely get by, but function well and thrive. That information can be found in the academic success packet, Um, But more importantly, I wanted to point out that God has given us some incredible instruction in scripture for us to follow to receive knowledge and wisdom. And that comes in Doctrine and Covenants section 89 through the Word of Wisdom and Daniel chapter 1. And I want to just recount this story real quick that Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were carried off into Babylon and they were required to eat a certain way. And it didn't align with what God had told them to eat. So they talked with the person that was bringing them the food and said, can we get something else? And they aligned, they trusted God, they obeyed him and they ate according to the way God had counseled them to eat. And if you remember, they became so much wiser than all of the rest of the children that were there. And then later on, they became the wisest out of all the king's wise men they had understanding in dreams and visions. In here it says, this is Daniel 1 17, God gave them knowledge and skill in all learning and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. And in all matters of wisdom and understanding that the king inquired of them, he found them 10 times better than all the magicians and astrologers that were in all his realm. Now, I want to point out that these children were choosing to obey God, choosing to eat and and take care of their bodies the way that God had instructed and later on they're thrown into dens with lions and it's miraculous they're completely safe and protected. Daniel's interpreting all of these dreams and saving the rest of the wise men there by interpreting the dream and then remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego they were thrown into a fiery furnace and Jesus Christ came to them in that furnace they were completely protected. They would have been and had to been, in a translated state while they were in that furnace, and even the even the guards that threw them into the furnace died just from being near the doorway of the furnace. It's amazing if we would like these blessings for ourselves, and if we would like these blessings for our children, trusting Heavenly Father and nourishing our bodies the way that He's instructed us to nourish them, is a profound way of achieving incredible academic success. And I know that it's because we're taking care of our bodies, but I also know it's because we're just obeying God. And that's a blessing that comes from obedience. I just want to end with the promises in the Doctrine and Covenants section 89. This is known as the Word of Wisdom. This is um, verses 18, 19, 20, and 21. And all saints who remember to keep and do these sayings, walking in obedience to the commandments, shall receive health in their navel, and marrow to their bones, and shall find wisdom, and great treasures of knowledge, even hidden treasures, and shall run, and not be weary, and shall walk, and not faint. And I, the Lord, give unto them promise that the destroying angel shall pass by them as the children of Israel, and not slay them. Amen. Those are pretty incredible blessings. Spiritual protection, physical health, and how incredible wisdom, great treasures of knowledge, even hidden treasures. I want to personally testify that these blessings are real. I also want to encourage any parents out there, if your child has been struggling academically and you would like to start changing your diet to really follow what God has instructed in the scriptures, whatever you do, don't force that on your child. Remember the principle of accountability that we talked about in the previous podcast, that whoever pays the price is the one who receives the results. And also the principle that we have of choice, rather than changing your eating plan and expecting your children or the entire family to align with that, read the scriptures, teach them the lesson, let them be inspired by the stories and the promises in the scriptures and invite them Say, I want to start eating this way so I can receive these blessings and results. Is there anyone that would like to do this? Would, would you be willing to pray about it and ask God if it's something He would want you to do? Let them get their own stru- instruction and their own guidance from God. And if they receive that guidance and instruction from God, it won't be a battle. They'll be motivated and they'll be helping and they'll be paying the price so they can receive the good fruits and the good results that come from obedience. And faith. Thank you for listening to this podcast today. I hope these principles that I've shared and these ideas can be beneficial for you and your loved ones to achieve academic success. And above all, trust the guidance and the personal revelation that you receive from God. If there's a road I should...